You know, when I was in the academy, I was sharing with my friends today. When I was at the officers training academy, I was perhaps the weakest cadet in the academy. And I would have left. I would have left. There was no way I was going to complete that hellish training of the Indian Army at the OTA. I could not have completed it. Had people not helped me, had friends not helped me. And today I'm taking this opportunity to thank this guy here. His name is Captain Arnab Chakrabarti. He's from the Armored Corps. He's sitting right there. There is Brigadier R.K. Singh. Hey, Chakku, raise your hand. Ah. R.K., you also raise your hand. Brigadier R.K. Singh is still serving. He's in the army. He's still serving and uh, all three of us are coastmates. And I can tell you that uh, there was Amardeep Singh Bali. Bali is still serving in the Indian Army. He's a colonel. Uh, there was A.P. Sinha. Colonel A.P. Sinha. And this is Arnab Chakrabarti. Had these people not helped me, there wasn't a day when I did not think about calling my father and saying, I can't do this. They helped me. Uh, it was not very pleasant help, let me tell you, because they're not the most sensitive of guys, but they're the reason why I'm standing in front of you, right? You need to have friends like this guy there. Arnab Chakravarti, we call him Chakku. Okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, we have discussed China and we've told you a little bit about the army. Now I'm going to tell that story because Ajit said, where is Ajit? Ajit. Ajit said, you have to listen to the story. So today I will listen to the story. And that story is not going fire and safety. Se. But this is a story that I love telling. Friends, uh, बात है 18 नवंबर 1962 की, 18th of November 1962, the Chinese army was on a roll, and post after post after post of the Indian army was falling. Our soldiers attained Virgati; they did not surrender; they died where they fought. And what happened was, Dalat Begoldi, you've heard all these places now because the army is there now. And these come very frequently. It is the same area, East Ladakh, Dalat Begoldi, you know, and uh, so many other posts. And this Chinese war machine rolled on and on and on and on till they reached a small hillside. That hillside was occupied by 122 men. Those 122 men, tired, hungry, not well equipped. The Chinese had automatic weapons. These guys had bolt action rifles. And one Jawan came forward and said, I do not know what brigade headquarters has said or what the higher headquarters has said. I'm not aware of that. He said, but I know that my father fought in the Second World War. I belong to a family of soldiers. If I go home after withdrawing from my post, my son will not come running to hug me. My wife will turn her face away. I will be humiliated in my village. Honor dictates that my dead body go to the village, not me. So, they decided to fight and 
122 brave men of Chali Company 13 Kumau went to war against 3,000 Chinese soldiers. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm going to tell you is the story of the Battle of Rizangla. 16,000 feet above sea level, temperature minus 25 degrees. Half of the company suffering from frostbite. Cold. They do not have, imagine they do not have any specialized winter equipment. And they are there waiting. 3.30, the OP, you know, the person at the post, he tells the company commander, Sir, the Chinese are advancing. The company commander goes and he tells everybody, quiet, no firing. You can't see them, why fire? After some time, he comes and says, Sir, they are 500 yards away, approximately. And the company commander says, no firing. And then he says, Sir, 300 yards, no firing. 200 yards, no firing. 100 yards. No firing, 50 yards, hold your fire. And then at 30 yards, the young company commander said, fire. Charlie Company 13 Kumau opened up with everything that they had. The entire gully coming up to the position was filled with Chinese dead bodies. The Chinese ran away after some time they came back. Once, twice, three times, four times, five times, six times. It was in the seventh wave that approximately only 25 soldiers were left. The Chinese just came in waves. They just kept on coming. And these guys just kept on fighting, just kept on fighting. They did not stop. And there was a time when they ran out of ammunition. So they did what any other infantry soldier would do. They put bayonets on their rifles, they got out of the trenches and they attacked the Chinese soldiers. But the Chinese soldiers were wearing very thick parka coats, very thick parka coats. Our bayonets could not penetrate the coats, our bayonets broke. So what did these guys do? They used their rifles as clubs and then they fought the Chinese. Their rifles broke. What did they do? They picked up rocks and they fought with rocks against the Chinese and then they were out of rocks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, ladies and gentlemen, 1962, the world was pretty modern at that time. In 1962, you have two armies facing off against each other. One army with automatic weapons and the other one barehanded. I have a friend in Mumbai who writes lyrics for films. His name is Manoj Muntashir. And uh, Manoj Bhai wrote a poem which I will... And this poem always reminds me of Rizangla. Jute phate pehen kar akash par chade the. Jute phate pehen kar akash par chade the. Sapne hamare hardam aukat se bade the. Sar kaatne se pehle dushman ne sar jhukaya. Sar kaatne se pehle dushman ne sar jhukaya. Dekha usne jab hum nehatte maidan mein khade the. And ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is the soul and the spirit of Rizangla where unarmed men fought against automatic weapons.
you will not find this in the annals of modern warfare the battle of rizangla and the battle of rizangla raged and raged and raged there's a story and i spoke to the survivors i know the story first hand and of course it's from my regiment so i jolly well know the story and so what happened was that these two young soldiers one 18 years and one 19 years they were with the company commander and suddenly they saw that the company commander had been shot it was a long medium machine gun burst it started from the neck and the stomach was ripped open and the company commander was lying on the ground in a pool of his own blood in this freezing temperature they didn't know what to do they were still young so they ran to their havaldar the havaldar had a bullet lodged in his neck and he could not speak properly there was blood gushing out and they told him they asked him he said they asked him ki sir karna kya hai what should we do we don't think that the company commander will survive we think that he's dead but we don't know the dying statement of the havaldar was company commander sahab ki lash dushman ke hath mein nahi padni chahiye so these two young soldiers they buried the company commander under snow and they lay on top of his body playing dead the chinese found out these five you know there were two and there were other three these five were taken prisoner of war that night out of 122 114 soldiers laid down their life for mother india the battle of rizangla and this is where the story starts actually it does not end here they were presented in the defense ministry where there were a few generals and a few bureaucrats and they said what happened in rizangla he said we fought in rizangla 122 fought against 3000 chinese and they said you will be court martialed you're telling a lie how is it possible how is it even possible that 122 can fight against 3000 you are going to be court martialed but anyway they said let's send a fact finding mission so in the month of march or april a fact finding mission was sent there was a brigadier who was put in charge and this brigadier's name was brigadier t n raina from the kumaon regiment who later on became army chief brigadier tapeshwar narayan raina when he went there he found exactly what these people had been saying all along the company commander was still with a pistol in his hand frozen solid and all 114 soldiers frozen solid lying there there were 1300 dead chinese soldiers also there in one night these 122 had killed 1300 chinese soldiers but but how do you cremate the dead it was only after kargil that you know the last remains of the soldiers had been you know were, they were sent back only after kargil but before that if if he if he was a muslim he would be buried if he was a hindu or a sikh you know muslim or christian buried hindu or sikh cremated or whatever the religious rites were it was done there on the battlefield so they said we have to cremate these 114 here but ladakh is a cold desert ladakh is a cold desert and there was nothing available there i mean there, there were no there was no wood there where would you guide uh, need you know where would you find wood actually to cremate so many people where would you find the wood 
So somebody told them there is a school close by, a few kilometers away, there is a school. And that school is going to be demolished because the roof has caved in or something like that. And the students are no longer using that school. Wo istamal nahi kara jara school. To fauji waha pe gaye, waha ke desk, waha ke darwaze, waha ke kursiyan nikali, aur ek sa chauda, jo hamare bhai the virgati ko prapt huye the, us jagay unko cremate kara gaya. Unka antim sanskar kara gaya. Aur jaha pe unka antim sanskar kiya gaya hai, waha pe aaj ki tarik mein, there is a war memorial. That war memorial is testament to the fighting spirit of the Indian Army. You know, in 1971, the Pakistani Army surrendered. They quit. We lost the 1962 war. And no Indian will say that we won the 1962 war. But we did not surrender. We died fighting where we stood. And that is the sense of honor of the Indian Army. And they say that, you know, this is an urban legend. I don't know if it happened or not. We can't be sure it happened because there are stories and stories and stories. But this one is, is it tells you, it tells you the spirit of Rizangla, ladies and gentlemen. And the spirit of Rizangla was simple that the Chinese soldiers asked the Indians. Because all of them were from, 70-80% of them were from Rewadi in Haryana. Or Chinese ne Indian soldiers se pucha. कि तुमने क्या कभी इतने ऊंचे पहाड़ देखे हैं और तेरा कुमाऊ की चार्ली कंपनी ने जवाब दिया क्या तुमने कभी इतना बुलंद हौसला देखा है रिजांगला इज द स्टोरी ऑफ माय रेजिमेंट एंड इट गिव्स मी अ ग्रेट डील ऑफ प्राइड व्हेन आई टॉक अबाउट सच हीरोज बिकॉज दिस इज अ लेगेसी दैट वी try and carry forward in the regiment and, of course, in the Indian Army. So a lot of things happened after Rizangla, but one thing happened was within 24 hours, the Chinese signed a ceasefire. They just could not manage the kind of casualties that they had taken. I have often tried to think, I have often looked at the map. Was Rizangla strategically important? I don't know. I don't know all these things. Was it strategically important? I don't know. Mujhe nahi pata. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But kahi na kahi, ye mamla Rizangla ka, kyunki itne Indian posts gir chuke the, ye jo Rizangla ki ladai thi, baaki izzat ke liye to log ladte hi hain, ye mamla zid ka ho gaya tha. I think that night, 122 Indian soldiers decided that this is where the Chinese war machine stops and it will not go beyond Rizangla. So ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for you today. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer. But uh, I thought I must tell you the story because wherever I go, wherever I'm asked to, I tell the story. As a beacon of hope to the younger generation. You know, these are your heroes. Not the heroes that you think are your heroes. The company commander was Major Shaitan Singh, Paramvir Chakra.
थैंक यू लेडीज एंड जेंटलमैन सवाल जवाब नहीं कोई पूछना चाहे तो पूछ सकता है बिल्कुल पूछिए नथुला सर दैट वॉज जनरल सागत सिंह सर सर उसके लिए कभी और कभी और बताएंगे लेकिन आई टेल यू वट आई थिंक जनरल सगत सिंह कम्स इन द ड्रीम्स ऑफ द चाइनीज बिकॉज जनरल सगत सिंह थ्रैश द चाइनीज सो बैडली इन नाथूला दैट फॉर डेकेट्स देर वॉज पीस बिटवीन इंडिया एंड चाइना एंड आई बिलीव आई बिलीव द स्टोरी आई डोंट नो अबाउट दिस एग्जैक्टली बट आई बिलीव दट चाइनीज सोल्जर्स वॉज ट्रॉलिंग एंड सम मार्केट पीछे अपने एरिया में दोज the roaming around in the evening and he told the artillery to open up and then there was fire in the sky and uh, yeah so right now also you need general sagat singh along the line of actual control sir you need that kind of treatment to the chinese ye jo hum log talks karte hain na chinese ke sath sir talks mein kya hoga sir one one side is speaking mandarin other side is speaking punjabi dekho waise inke talks mein kuch nahi honi they should just go and इनके सौ दो सौ गिरा दो सब ठीक हो जाएंगे तो दिल भी पीस